The Christmas story is a beautiful story for us to reflect on. The songs we sing, the traditions we take part in are all wonderful moments that we get to walk through and remember and appreciate. What's been your favorite part of the evening thus far? Is it just stopping and sitting? We've been running around a little bit crazy on the last day before Christmas, trying to get everything done. Maybe it's one of the traditions, new or old. Perhaps it was getting to hear some Charlie Brown Christmas music at the beginning of service. Or was it for you singing one of the great old songs that just is a traditional song to remind us from generation to generation of the truth that we celebrate today? Maybe it was Pippin, the Christmas pig, and some of our kids' answers to the questions that Mikey asked. Perhaps it was the reading that we just heard, where we get to remember the full story of what Christmas is really all about. For me, I think that the thing that stands out year after year after year is the opportunity to sing the songs together. And I, I love singing our Christmas carols because it's an opportunity to, to, to participate with other people who know and celebrate the truth of what Christmas is and, and to just sing out the truth. And we don't, we don't get to just go around boldly very often just talking about or being open about what we believe very easily, but this is one way that we can do it and, and do it together, and it brings a great joy to my heart. My hope, though, whatever the thing that stands out for you is tonight, as you reflect on Christmas over the weekend, is, is that it's not just about the joy or the memories of the moments or the traditions, but it's the implications, the profound implications of what the Christmas story mean that will mean most to you tonight, this weekend, and going through your life. Christmas time really is an opportunity to celebrate the, the goodness and, and, and the greatness of who God is. And, and it's astounding. I mean, we, we, we sang on one hand about how God is, is holy and he's perfect. And he's, so that means he's set apart from anything that, that isn't perfect, that isn't good. And, and we sing about that. But at the same time, we also sing about the fact that he's come to a broken world, that he's come to people who are anything but perfect to show his great love for us. It's all about celebrating the fact that Jesus can be our Savior. I don't think it's going to take me much time to, to build a case for the fact that we need that Savior and that we are far from perfect, does it? I mean, how many of us went to a shopping mall over the last couple of weeks? As you went through those parking lots and maybe went through some stores, perhaps you saw some of the ugly side of people. Maybe the ugly side of you came out when you were in Savon or Superstore. It's not just the busyness, though. It's not just the craziness of the season. It's not just the stressors that we face right now that bring out that ugly side in us. It's actually a perpetual condition of the heart of all people 
that we've seen since the beginning of humanity. We all have a desire and a drive to get what's ours, to make a name for ourselves, to be bigger, better, faster, better, whatever it is over someone else. And in doing that, we bring about harm and hate and hurt. The Bible tells us that these things are what is called sin. They're the things that make us miss the mark of God's perfection. And because God is perfect and we are not and we perpetrate these things, we are told that there's a separation between God and us. And that separation isn't just for a moment, but we're told that if left unresolved, it ends in death and an eternal separation from a good and loving God. There's bad news if it's just left up to us. But the good news that we celebrate at Christmas is that it doesn't end there. There is a great news that the good and perfect God is also a loving God who chose to come down to earth. The Bible says that the cost of our sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, who can be our Lord and Savior. God looked out at us and he knew that there was no way any one of us could live up to that measure of perfection because we've already blown it. And so he came down, born as a baby, laid in a manger long ago so that he could live a perfect life, so that he could die the death that we were supposed to pay as the cost for our sin so that he could also raise back to life. And in doing so, as he rose back to life, he provided a new way forward, a way back into relationship with him. And as God spoke to us through his word, he says, if you would just turn, and acknowledge where you have gone wrong, if you would just come back to me and ask for my forgiveness, if you would choose to follow the way of my son who I sent for you, then I will be faithful. I will be good. I will show you my love, my grace, my mercy. I have given you a gift of a way to come back home to me. When we celebrate Christmas, we don't just celebrate a baby, but we celebrate a man who would come and live and die for you and me. So the thing that we must face, each and every one of us tonight, is not just the question of what was my favorite part what do I enjoy most about this season or about my family traditions or about what we did in this place tonight? The question that we must face is the question of what will we do in light of the news that a Savior has come? Perhaps you're here this evening and you've never really stopped to consider 
the full meaning of the Christmas story. Perhaps it's new to you for the first time. Perhaps you've never just really given all that much attention to it. For you, I want you to hear that there's an invitation at hand. An invitation where God has reached out to you through himself as a baby to say, I want a relationship. The truth of Christmas is the ugly side that we've all sinned, that we've all been separated, but it's also that good side that he's made a way for you. Again, he says, if we're willing to admit to where we've gone wrong, if we're willing to ask for his forgiveness, he will bring us into his family. Tells us he adopts us. He gives us a new life. He gives us a new way forward that will be full of peace and hope and joy and his love from now and forever. If you've yet to receive the invitation today, I would encourage you, do not leave this place without receiving the gift that we celebrate. If you want, wherever you are, you can talk to God and exchange with him about who you are and who he is and what he's done. If you don't know how to do that, we invite you at the end of our service today to to come connect with, with someone, whether it's myself or someone else you've seen on stage like Mikey, and we'd love to talk to you about about how you can begin this life-giving relationship with Jesus. And then we encourage you to be part of God's family. That's what we call the church. (laughs) The church is God's family, and it's a gathering of his people, and we encourage you to come, even consider Boxing Day, where we'll have a service together. And and when we gather on a Sunday, it's not just a to get together to, to learn something, but to celebrate who God is, to figure out what it looks like to live a life of following him together. Come take part in this new life. Now for others of us, perhaps you've received that invitation of Jesus once before, but you found yourself through the distance and disconnect of the last season of life, the last number of years, perhaps the last decade or two of your life, you've, you've come to a place where you said, yeah, I was once close to God, but now I feel far away from him. Well, I hope today you are reminded that Christmas isn't just a once and done at the beginning of our lives, but it's an invitation that comes every year for us to come on home to the God who loves us. It's an invitation from a loving father. And I know that word has baggage for some, and it's difficult, but, but when, as we've heard through the message today, through the, the lighting of the advent calendar at the beginning of the video we just watched, there's this invitation that God is a perfect father, that he is one who will never fail us, never let us down, never hurt us, abandon us. He will not leave us to be destroyed by ourselves or others. And so he says, come on home. My door is always open. I am here for you. There's nothing you could have possibly done. There's no distance that you could have possibly gone that is too big for God to overcome. This message is a message of hope 
for all of us to hear. And for those of us who perhaps we've been walking along, trying our best to stay connected with God, and maybe you're even in a a season right now where it's a great season of celebration, and I hope that it is for so many of us, I still want us to walk away inspired by this message towards a greater sense of hope and joy and peace. There's so much that we face in the world that sometimes we can let us get let it get us down, but Christmas reminds us that God has overcome the sin of the world, and so he can overcome what we face next. I hope for all that we remember that God is not just the creator, but he's also the sustainer of every one of our lives. And he is not a God who is distant and far away and unknowable, He's not here to wreck you or destroy you or bring you any sense of grief. Instead, he has come to be Emmanuel, which means God with us. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to celebrate this this great occasion that There is a God who loves us, that there's a God who cares enough about us that even when we were your enemies, God, that you chose to come down and to live amongst us to make a way to come into a right relationship with you. God, we thank you that you didn't just get born as a baby in a manger, but you grew up to be a man and a king and and that you as fully God were able to go to the cross and die for us and that you were able to defeat death so that we could have new life in you. Heavenly Father, I pray for anyone here who has not received that invitation to, to receive you as their God and their king and their eternal father. Lord God, would they come to you today? Would they know the hope and joy and peace that comes from you alone? For the rest of us, Lord, would we be reminded to continually come on home to you for the peace that we need, for the hope that we need in every season of life. God, we celebrate you today because you are one great God. We thank you that you do not stay away, but that you have come to become God with us. We thank you for the great blessing that is Christmas. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.